This episode is sponsored by the Choose Your Struggle podcast, hosted by Jay Schiffman. Jay is an amazing individual who has an abundant amount of real-world experience dealing with mental health issues and substance misuse. He's hit rock bottom and clawed his way back up, so I truly respect his story and would love for you all to come along with me as we explore. As I dug a little deeper into this topic of mental health and substance misuse, I discovered that over 125,000 Americans die from overdose and suicide combined. There is a direct correlation between the two. And in my own personal experience, everyone has their own story, but not everyone is willing to tell it. And if you can't tell your own story, how do you expect to get the help that you need? Take a look around. The next suicide victim could be your struggling friend, coworker, cousin, or even worse off, a direct family member. Even the person listening to this podcast right now could be going through something mentally draining and be contemplating suicide. However, the most important takeaway from all of this is that these deaths are actually preventable. In the Choose Your Struggle podcast hosted by Jay Schiffman, he touches base on important systematic changes that need to happen in order to prevent lives from being lost. As a long-term survivor himself, Jay definitely has valuable experience that can help anyone at any given point in their life. With a positive mentality and a passion to help others, I encourage you all to listen to his podcast and learn how to lift people up to get the help that they need. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Edison 30 k Podcast. Thank you for tuning in on a very cold and chilly night here in Los Angeles, California. Today we have another special guest and she's never been on my show, but it's a great honor for me to have her on here. She has lived in LA all her life and she's working as an accountant, but also has a talent for drawing and art and she does a lot of murals um, for certain you know companies and certain orga- organizations around the around LA area um, but without further ado let's welcome Gloria to the show Gloria thank you so much for coming on thank you Van <laughs> how are you doing how's how's everything going with you so far you know 2020 is a crazy year right indeed it has been did you think that you'd wake up one day in 2019 and say hey 2020 is going to be a year where we all stay home (laughs) no I said it was going to be my best year ever because I was gonna do like 20 chalk murals yeah that's what everybody thought right everybody thought it's going to be a great year everybody some of my friends opened up businesses and they all shut down it's oh man it's it's crazy it's rough How, how, how are you handling it like I guess mentally or like emotionally are you do you find it hard sometimes um at first it was a little hard being far from friends but over time it wasn't as bad anymore okay um because like with my friends like i mean a lot a few of them got laid off and i felt really bad because you know some of them they don't really have um like any you know like a big savings or they don't live with their parents you know so they're just like trying to make ends meet um do you have any any do you know anyone like that that's going through such rough times um, a lot of artist friends, yes. Right. Is it hard being an artist? Like, is it kind of... It's very hard being an artist because it's a lot of competition, especially in an L.A. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what kind of art you do besides visual arts, performing arts. Mm-hmm. Everything is going virtual and switching platforms. And a lot of artists don't use a lot of technologies. Right. And by a lot of competition, I mean, how do you... I guess, like, mark yourself, make yourself stand out. I mean, I've seen a lot of your work, 
And for a lot of listeners that haven't seen Gloria's work, it's it's amazing. <laughs> Thank how do, you. How do, how do you, like, I don't know, like, make yourself stand out? I mean... Um, most of the time, it's more about networking and talking to people. And during the shows, you make sure that you you try to connect the audience with what you're creating. Mm-hmm. It's not just about what you create. Right. I know, like, the stuff that you create is very personal to mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. when you create stuff like that, everybody has a story and everybody can relate to you the image that you create so right, you can totally. also listen to somebody else's story got it on how they relate to your art right 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 yeah, that's a really good point too and I, and you just mentioned earlier in one of your points that um i guess some artists you know are struggling especially in 2020 now and and especially if you're an artist full-time and and artists you know you rely on a lot of like networking and people coming out and seeing your work and everything but with covid you know everything is like switched like, it's like a 180 and you know, the whole topic of today is, you know, I kind of want to focus it around like mental health and like substance misuse and, and maybe somewhat depression. It all ties in together. Do you feel like artists go through certain phases like that? They do. Uh, yes. There's artists that have almost like writer's block, but it's artist block. So right. then like, <laughs> yeah. And then there's phases where you do go into depression and then you don't know what to do and right, right. you have to figure out how to pick yourself up and right, right, how right. to push past that in order to create something or use your depression to create something for that benefits you right. or helps you with it. Right. Right. And I mean, for us sitting here, you know, talking about like, mental health and depression and whatnot and struggles it's it's easy to talk about it in a podcast but the people that are actually going through it you know it's it's a lot more difficult right i mean how how do you think you could pull yourself up if you know you you don't have support or if you're like you know you don't have a family close to you well for people who don't have family close to you Mm -hmm. um your friends or your coworkers are actually your family and you should always reach out to them Okay, have you ever done that? I mean, personally? Personally, I reached out to every friend, even though I have family here. Right, right, right. I usually reach out to a lot of, like, my high school friends or college friends and see whoever's available. Mm -hmm. And then set up a meeting, even though it has to be socially distanced or physically distanced. We'll meet each other somewhere and we'll keep our six-foot distance and then we'll go on a hike or something. Yeah, I think, you know, the most important thing I've learned going through my experience is that you got to try to be active, right? You can't stay home alone if you're, like, depressed or sad. That's like, that's like feeding gas to the fire, you know? Yes. It's horrible. And I didn't know that at all because I was like, okay, I'm down. Nobody likes me. I'm lonely. And it takes you a while to, like, realize it, that. You it can't takes realize, a yeah. while to realize it, and then you kind of beat yourself up. But if you think right. about it, you go to work. You're surrounded by four walls. You come home, you're surrounded by four more walls. Exactly. It's almost like a little mini jail cell from <laughs> one destination to the next. Totally. So, like, the only time you have is, like, the weekends. Uh-huh. And so you always have to try to make the best of your weekends. Yeah, that's true, too. And, and I mean, I didn't really think much about mental health until I realized, like, one day I saw my like, one of my friends I hadn't seen for a while. I was like, Van, your face looks so much smaller like you lost weight and i'm like what the did i really lose weight and i started looking in the mirror i started getting like paranoid and like started thinking about it every day and i'm like weighing myself and like you know buying scales from amazon what (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah. I don't think people should focus on like whether they lose or gain weight uh-huh. when it comes to mental. But right, right. The thing but is, everybody everybody reacts differently, you know. Everybody yeah. does react differently, and <laughs> like I have friends that gain weight so easily and they barely eat anything and i have the opposite problem you're the opposite you eat a lot and you, you gain nothing lot. yes and wow. i don't gain anything you know and it's quite sad but it doesn't make me <laughs> healthy either well you gotta be careful because a lot of the girl the female listeners on here they might be really envious of you like i'm like well, they they eat <laughs> nothing and gain they everything <laughs> no they shouldn't be because like yeah. it's just because i don't like I eat a lot and I don't gain weight doesn't mean that I'm healthy either. Right. That's no, what I'm totally. saying. Because right, right, right. I don't work out every day. Right. I work out only when I have time or right. like when I'm going hiking. That's mm-hmm. like the extent of my workout. And sometimes my hikes are just like mm-hmm. a mile. Right. Right. At most five miles, but right. not it doesn't happen often enough. Right. I mean, you're you're and that one time we went hiking. Remember we went to go catch lobsters and and. That was a crazy hike. I mean, I was pretty tired after that. <laughs> that was a tiring hike because you have you that hike you have to be mentally focused exactly. because if not, then you can roll your ankles. Oh yeah, or you could cause even more serious injury. Yes, like falling down a cliff or something. So, yeah. and if that hike extended any longer, then it would affect you emotionally as well. Right, <laughs> right, totally. Besides physically. Exactly, um, but I mean, I guess. You know, we're touching base on a lot of important topics. That I guess a lot of people in the working uh, industry or, you know, just anybody out there that's just listening that is going through some kind of difficult time or depression. Um, I want to read off a fact to you. Um, so uh, about 125,000 Americans, according to um, the uh, health and organization website, uh, they, they die from overdose or suicide combined. That's a pretty big number when you think about it. And I mean, personally, I think that suicide and depression and you know they have correlation they they tie together because if you're depressed you get negative and you start thinking crazy stuff and you know one of the crazy thoughts is killing yourself right um and personally i've i've never personally thought that to myself but i've had family members that have and it's kind of scary you know and you kind of don't know how to approach this i mean in your opinion do you think we could approach it any certain way in my opinion um it is a scary thought, mm-hmm. and I think I've had times when I thought about it, mm-hmm. and then there's yeah, yeah. times when I get close, and then I'm just like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> right, right. Because there's too many important people in my life that this right. would affect. Right. And you always have to think about who's always there for you, because right. those are the people that will be affected the most. Exactly. And, and that would mm-hmm. be very selfish if you just left. Yeah, that is true. And, you know, your parents that, apparently you're, you're, if you're close to your family or even people that aren't your family, I mean, you're absolutely right, too, I think. In that heated moment, you know, you don't really think, you just want to think about yourself. Like, hey, if yes. I leave, all the suffering's gone. But what about other people that are affected, right? And Yes. You're going to leave them. You would leave them, yeah. and then they would also go into the same cycle. Yeah, the cycle. It's like a vicious cycle. And then it just, the cycle just mm-hmm. continues because... You think that you're getting away, but are you really getting away? Is right. it really the the easy way out? Right, right. Yes, living may be hard, but it's it's part of life. It's the challenge that you go through, and then what you overcome is right. what makes who you are and who you become. Exactly, and I think you're absolutely right about that. And I mean, given in today's society, I think you know um, there are some systematic changes that are being made. Like for example, at my work, we offer like 
online therapy or we offer like counseling um they even pay for like therapy sessions up to eight times a year i think but not every company is going to offer you this these luxuries you know what i mean and a lot of people you know are living paycheck to paycheck in this country in the united states so i mean do you think there needs to be some kind of change that's going on where you know we can kind of pay more attention to like people's mental health or things well, like things of that nature when it comes to mental health mm. i think it should be free exactly no i agree i it agree it should be free Without because the thing is mm. nobody has access to it especially today being veterans day a lot of veterans come back and right they put their all going out to these wars and they return with nothing in return right not expecting anything but still the right, government right. the people mm-hmm. they still can't provide yes just memor memorializing or supporting them for one day on the calendar is right. not really much right it's not much no i i agree and um it starts with like i mean i think every little change every every tiny bit helps you know i mean just because we're not depressed doesn't mean that we can't do anything to help out i mean there's easy things such as like you know trying to pay attention to someone's mood talking to them um i think showing compassion and empathy and listening i think those are the three things that are like really important yes. do you think do you think so Yes, especially listening. Mm-hmm. Listening really does help because sometimes somebody just wants to vent. Right. And right. if you try to close them off, then they'll feel trapped. And right, then right, right. It just becomes more negative. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got or it. don't try to give advice because sometimes it's not your advice to give. Exactly. And listening is, it seems like easy, I'll just listen. But listening without judgment, with like an open heart and not just think, thinking, not taking sides, that's yeah. actually. really hard to do and i don't think a lot of people have that ability to do so so it's very tough it's yeah. tough yeah so if you have a friend or have a family that's you know that's actually able to listen without judging it, by all means like treasure them <laughs> and don't yes. let them run away those are the special people it's very rare to come by them but once you do right they're like you're you're everything right right do you did you think that uh You know, if you have a friend that that came up to you personally and was like, "Hey, Gloria, you know, I'm I'm feeling down." Like, since you know, I don't know if you've gone through depression, but I mean, I have phases where I've I've been really down, and I think I've had you know depression a few times, and I to be honest, I never reached out until later on, but you can't really reach out in the beginning, you know, because you're kind of scared, right? Well, everybody starts out scared, but the more you open up, is right. the the more you become free of right. your depression. And exactly. if you can't open up and you stay closed off, then nobody knows how to help you. Exactly. So how it takes one step just asking. Right. You, you know that, that mindset I had before was kind of like, nobody understands me. Why do I need to open up? I'm just going to be alone forever. But over time, you just you just naturally want to tell somebody, you know what I mean? But it's hard. It's how do you deal with that? How do you, that's difficult for um, me at least. It, It was hard because I usually, when I grew up, keeping everything to myself. Right. And then after realizing I have real friends, uh-huh. it, aside from just acquaintances, right, right. I started to open up more because mm-hmm. I was kind of like, when I was growing up, I was kind of jealous that my friends had both their parents. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that they would never understand because I only have one. Oh, I see. And then they would say, oh, you're lucky that you only have one. And then I'm like, how is that lucky? There's no one there to defend you. Right, right, right. And then they're all like, yeah, but sometimes they hear their parents bicker and it 
puts them in a bad mood also. Right. No, I totally understand. Yeah, I can relate. And then I was just like, well, yeah. And then, like, over time, I started opening up. We started talking about each other's family. Mm -hmm. And we started talking about the positives and the negatives. And then that's when I realized, oh, this actually feels really good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that opened up a new can of worms of (laughs) going into other stuff of, like, why... I'm a certain way mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. why they're a certain way. And once we get to this understanding, then we can actually trust each other more. And it upon opening up, you build this trust within each other. That's a really good point. And I think once you're able to open up, like you mentioned earlier, it does build the trust and trust builds up like relationships. So I think it without, does. yeah. So I think it just takes some time. And, and I really think that, as well as confidence. Right, exactly. And the older you get, I think you learn to like be more accepting and kind of like embrace, you know, certain changes, certain phases that you go through. And uh, yeah, for me personally, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure you can relate too. You know, we're both Asian American and we grew up in California. You grew up in California, right? Yes, okay, I did. Okay, I, 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 did, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, sometimes when you're young, your parents are like, what yeah mental problem that's weak why so weak you know like yes but it's like you don't they don't get it they don't you know just because they they came over here and you know became successful doesn't mean that everybody's going to follow the exact same footsteps you know everybody has different struggles every generation has different struggles do you feel like that's your experience well my experience growing up was you can't show emotions oh man cry that's crazy um you can't talk back Wow. So, like, most of the time, I grew up, like, very quiet. Uh-huh. So, I was, like, super introvert, and my only escape was my art. Wow. Because I felt like anytime I wrote anything down, mm-hmm. somebody was there to read it. Right, right. And it just wasn't private enough. Mm-hmm. But with my art, it was just, like, no one could decipher it. So, mm. it was just, like, I would get into less trouble because of my art. Right, right. But the only trouble I got into is, oh, you're not going to amount to anything if you're going to be an artist. Right, right, right. But yes. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, if you grew up in a household where you're not allowed to say anything or talk back, or it's like you can't, you're like trapped. You can't express yourself. You, you know? can't express yourself. Yeah. And not only that, it's just like there was no music allowed either. No music? Wait, what, what do you mean? No music. You're not allowed to play any music. You can't music. even listen to music? You can't, you can't listen to music. Are you serious? My, the house I that's grew insane. up in was no music. You can't be loud. You can't talk back. You can't argue <laughs> with each other. Like, even my brothers and I, like, we we bicker and we argue and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all get in trouble, but we're, we weren't allowed to, like, fight, even though we still do fight because right. we were just really mad at each other. But Wow. That's, uh, I mean, in, in my household, it wasn't that extreme, but it's more of like, I came to, over to this country. I was able to do this. Why can't you do it? You know, it's like that. Oh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah. We it's got like, that a lot. Yeah. Um, my brothers and I got that a lot. Like, oh, like, you don't know what suffering is yet because yeah. my 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 parents um, survived the regime in Cambodia. So. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's like they're saying that to, like, downplay your suffering. Yes. And your suffering is irrelevant, which makes it worse because that means you have no outlet to, like, express yourself. You nope, know what I mean? There's no outlet at all. So it's like you're dealing with, like, the stuff that's bothering you mentally. And that's already making you depressed. And then you have to deal with your parents giving you another whole, like, set of depression. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like a double blow. And then they go, yeah, you have this luxury of education (laughs) and you're not doing anything with it. Right. That's, yeah, that's tough. Um, 
I mean, but let's let's flip flip the switch a little bit. I mean, yes. now we're we're talking about all these. How about like you know just being positive? Like, what can we do to make ourselves feel more positive? I mean, I I think that we can start with like you know exercise, go outdoors, go hiking. You know, what what do you do to stay stay positive sometimes? Well, to stay positive and bonding moment with my mom. Like mm-hmm. she likes to go to the beach really early, mm-hmm. so she'll wake me up at like four thirty in the morning, oh and she God. goes. Let's Lord, go to the up. beach right now. <laughs> and I go, are you serious? <laughs> I I like to go to bed at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, you sleep late. I sleep really late. Yeah. And because I work during the day and at night is like when I'm most creative. Oh, for so sure. So I do all my creative things at night. And then when my mom wakes me up at 4.30 in the morning with a phone call or something, I go, Gloria, we're going to the beach today. <laughs> and I'm just like. I barely like laid you down. Like, to I sleep. just laid down. I was about to fall asleep. Now I gotta go to the beach. <laughs> so now I just like reserve Saturdays for moms. Oh, if sweet. I'm not working on any wow. projects, then I'll be sure to sleep early on Friday, and then I wake up early on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'll wake up like at three in the morning, so be ready for her phone call at four thirty. Wow. And then I get her to the beach by five or six, and then like I'll pick up snacks on- along the way. So nice. And then I'll just. If it's too cold out, then I won't go set up the area. I'll just sleep in my car <laughs> and wait till nine o'clock to go set up the area. But she'll be right, complaining right, right. in the car. <laughs> and I go, Mom, at least you're out of the house. There you go. Can you just like just appreciate the moment that we have? We can just talk or we can rest for yeah, now. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And by the time we get to the beach and I set up the place, then it'll be a nice little relaxing moment because she enjoys the water. Right, right. And I do not enjoy the water at all. I you, just stay on shore. You you don't like going into the water? <laughs> no, I don't like going in the water. <laughs> is it cold? I can't swim. It's too cold. Oh, right, me. right, right. Yeah, that too. Yeah, the the, the ocean water is pretty cold. The beach it's water. It's cold here. Yeah. Like I I've gone in the water in Hawaii, but I nearly got taken away. Oh, you almost got swept <laughs> away? Did you drown? No, I, mean, I didn't drown there. If you drown, you wouldn't be here. I right wouldn't now. be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, gosh. I, I I didn't near drown, but I swallowed a a good chunk of of salt water Dude, that's in a, Hawaii. That's some free seaweed right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. You can just you know take some home and But know. I did lose my my prescription glasses in the oh, you in see the it? water, yeah. So how'd you get home? I mean how'd you you can't see anything? Right? Um I I went to the nearest optometrist and <laughs> paid like over two K for glasses. You paid over two thousand for glasses? Well they had to get my prescription and everything, so all together Wait, you don't know your prescription now do you know your prescription? I know my prescription okay. now. But, but back then you didn't know it. No, I knew my prescription. Oh. They, but they can't cut glasses without a prescription. So they have to redo oh. your prescription. And you didn't have insurance back then? I didn't have insurance back oh, then. Oh shit, damn. It's okay. Live and learn, right? Yep. <laughs> Man, but for me, I think just staying positive, it's like I try to make plans. I think the most important thing is to make plans for myself and to like try to, uh, you know, do something with someone or do something every weekend, you know, because weekends are like times when you can go out and use your time wisely and explore and, and you know, put your, your talents to the test and, you know, like pick up some side gigs or side jobs instead of just staying home alone. I think that's like, I mean, some people can do it, but people that are going through depression i think it's best to plan and just plan activities go out meet people and yeah. just just you know like just explore the world because we're only alive for you know i don't know how long we're gonna live for but i mean you do who wants to like live every day like negative and, and feeling down a lot of time right hey life is short <laughs> look at all the people that's 
left us in 2020. That's crazy. I mean, and I can't a lot even, of them yeah. are young. Exactly. Yeah. So just because you're successful, you could just be gone the next day, and then all that stuff you you did, people are gonna forget. You know. Yep. You know, there's this saying that goes, um, what is it like? Uh, when when you're dying and when you're dead, people never remember like how much money you made, how much of like a uh, you know like a big company you ran. People just remember how you made them feel and your character. Yes, you know? that you're do you, a good do you agree with that? Do yes, you think I so? do agree yeah. with that. Wow, like what what people makes you people forget all the negatives? Yeah. Also, they only remember all the good stuff about you too. Really? Yeah. I mean, for for people <laughs> who pass away. Oh, oh okay, okay. I was, yeah. thinking, I was thinking more of like like a. I don't know, if you, if you ask my ex what she thought, she'd be just telling you negative stuff about me. <laughs> 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 uh, but but yeah, you're, you're but you're you're right about that about um about I think you, when you're on your deathbed. I mean, I gave what's that term called when you're like giving like a speech in front of everybody at someone's funeral? I don't know. There's a term for that, right? You know, there what is I, a term. What is it? What the hell is that? It's like a uh, anyway, like there's a t- it's like you stand up in front of everybody you give a speech about the person's Obituary? life and your connection uh we'll find out we'll no, find out later yeah. but anyway <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a word for that um but uh, anyway so uh, i was at a funeral once and i stood up there and to be honest like i wasn't really super close to this guy at all but everybody in my company was like shy or the people that went so i'm like whatever i'll volunteer because if no one's gonna volunteer they're gonna skip over us and i don't want you know like my dead coworker to lose face you know so i got up there and i'm like what did he do and then once i started talking all, all the positive things came out mm-hmm. even though i didn't really like some of the things he did but it's weird because what you just what, you, what we were talking about right all the positive stuff came out yes so it's i thought it was interesting because you know humans i think generally i mean deep down in our hearts we want people to do well you know we want to see su- people succeed and i mean obviously we get jealous and you know we hate on people that do well or whatever but deep down inside i think humans just want to we need to socialize. We need to bring each other up, you know? That um, is true. How do you deal with, like, negativity? I mean, how do, how do you deal with people that are, like, that don't like what you're doing because you're doing it better than them? I mean. Um, how do I deal with that? Yeah. Um, I just s- go on my own way, and mm-hmm. I, I don't exactly ignore it or mm-hmm. dismiss it, but I just accept it as a compliment, mm-hmm. and then I just go, thank you. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so you don't get mad? I don't get mad. Wow. And the thing is, I feel like creating like mm-hmm. art and stuff, mm-hmm. it's more of a shared experience. Right. It's not just for me. It's for everyone. Right, right, right. So anybody that passes by that wants to try, I would let them try. That's good. And like, it's just like knowledge is power. So like, mm-hmm. why keep it to myself? Right. But the thing is like, like people... People at work think that like you're you're stealing their ideas and therefore you're gonna move ahead further than them. You know what I mean? Yes, they can <laughs> think what they want, but mm-hmm. in the long run, like they they'll figure it out that I'm not here to compete with them. I'm just here to just be a part of their team. Right. And that's a good men- that's a good mentality. And the thing is, you can't be alone in a team. Yeah, you gotta like like. Like with the w- if you're in a team, you're only as strong as like your weakest link, right? Yes, and so it's about supporting each other. Yeah, so that's why like I don't know when I hire, I try to like hire someone that's like team oriented, because you have one negative person and that brings everybody down. And if you have one guy that's already like going through depression or he has like mental issues, you're gonna trigger him like crazy. You know what I mean? Or her, yes. or her too. Because yeah. once they have depression, then anything you pile on their plate becomes more stress. Exactly. Yeah. 
and I think as a leader, manager, whatever, like you really have to like know how to pick up on those little things. And I think that all ties back to like being empathetic and just being compassionate. And I think the world can need definitely need more of that nowadays, yes, especially this year. A lot of understanding. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, just on uh, you know on a closing note, I mean, I just wanted to to ask you. I mean, you know, given your experience, you've gone through a lot of things. More things um, that I know personally that maybe the listeners don't know, but um, I mean, Gloria, like, do you want to give? I mean, you're in a position where you can actually give really valuable experience and feedback to like younger generations that you know that maybe are lost, you know, they don't have guidance, and now we've been through certain things that they haven't. What What would you want to pass down? One positive thing, um, you know, at the, before the end of the day, before you go to bed tonight. I would what, just. What would that be? I would just say whatever your passion is, pursue it with all your heart and don't let anybody take that away from you because that's going to be the thing that will be with you forever. That's like great. art mm. is with me forever. That's great. Yeah. And you guys should definitely go check out Gloria's murals and he's a mural artist in Los Angeles. So definitely support her work, support her passion and uh, yeah, to go take a look at her talents. You, you'd be uh You'd be shocked at how good it is. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. And as for me, I think that, uh, very short, you know, everybody has their own story. Not everybody gets to tell it. So tell your story. Don't feel like your story is, is not good or it's, it's not as important because, you know, you shouldn't downplay yourself and just take care of yourself mentally and, uh, take small steps to improve. And I think, you know, with time and patience, um, you'll pull yourself together. So with that being said, um, Gloria, I mean, you mentioned that you're shy in the game of this podcast, but I think you you did a really good job and oh my gosh. You, you communicated really well. And uh, I'm really honored and, and happy that you took the time out to sit down with me today. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. And uh, take care of yourself and drive safe. Don't speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Talk to you soon. Okay. Yes. All right. Definitely. Take care. Good night, guys. Right, good night. Bye. Good night, everyone.